Welcome to the longest streaming Sunday podcast, a production by Emory University students in David Morgan's play Make Right Simpler. Time has stopped. Everything is important. We physically distanced and socially disconnected as a pandemic and fights for justice rage around us. The world might be forever changed after the events of 2020, but where does that leave us in the meantime? It felt to a lot of us like one almost unending rainy afternoon, staring at video screens. Either to escape, to connect, or to imagine a better way forward. Even the World Health Organization, one year after designating video game addiction as a mental health disorder, is now urging people to play more video games, celebrating the important message that the video games industry can communicate. So in this series, we'll turn our critical gaze to the games we have been playing. Examine what they have to offer right now. How do these games define identity, foster a sense of belonging, encourage empathy, or subvert systems? How do they encourage certain types of problem solving and learning? What sorts of values do they promote? The world hit pause, so let's hit play. Journey is a short, stunning game that is not like many others you will play. It's a game about journeying to the summit of a mountain. However, it's not that simple. Once you get, once you boot the game up and you get on the title screen, it, you really aren't given any instructions. You're just meant to get to the summit. As you play, you play as this nameless, cold creature, guiding yourself through this wasteland desert, passing tombstones and abandoned structures as you play. You have no idea what you're doing or how long it will take you, but you progress because you want to play through the game. There's no scorekeeping journey or any sort of achievement. It's about the emotional investment you put into the game as you play through. It's such a beautiful game. It doesn't have much to offer other than using simple tools to reach the summit, which is the ultimate goal. Though, though that there is no set meaning for journey, many see it as a symbol of life. Our lives have seemed to. Been hold on pause and take a detour that is quite bizarre. Playing through Journey, there are a plethora of connections between the playthrough of this game and the COVID-19 era that we are currently living in. While our societies, the game and ours, have somewhat adapted to this new realm, the populations of each still desire for nothing more than a return to normalcy of sense, but our normal. But that is the journey we must endure to reach its end. If you play Journey currently, you seem to recognize the connections of each world, the world of Journey and our pandemic state. Realizing that as enlightenment was taken away from the white cloaked creatures that we will get into later, it represents the freedom of our lives that was taken away from us due to the virus. Playing through this game, it allows players who are hope-stricken by this everlasting pandemic to take some time and build upon the meaning of life. You have no idea how long. This journey is going to take, much like the pandemic. Many officials say it's supposed to be over by Christmas, but you never know; it could last forever. This insight, how both very important, is kind of a burden we've been burst,、uh, stricken with. In journey, in actuality, it takes about two hours to play, to play the game all the way through, start to end. But if you slow down and you pace it out a bit, you can take 
such this, this delicate time that we were given by the pandemic and explore the grand scheme of life that, the, that is never ending, but we will not forget if we take this time to better ourselves and enrich our thoughts about life. Journey is simply an indie game, adventure-based. Only goes off your personal experience. You can hate it or you can love its simplicity. All you're doing is aspiring to reach a summit, but what you do determines how much you care for the game. As you play, the protagonist you, you are is the role of a messiah. You are reincarnated and given life through stars aligning to reform the society that was lost. But you have no way to communicate with anything. There's no objectives and there's no introductions. You're just opposed to let others know. Yeah, this activist game is more, it's not so much about defining norms or anything. It's more so about you reconnecting with this lost tribe, village of people or that people, creatures, it's hard to say. The game's very vague in this, but it's you as the Messiah trying to identify where your sense of belonging is needed in this community. Much like during the pandemic, what can I do to help uh, my, like, uh, our communities around us in the best way possible? You are defining your character as you play, giving it its own personality, but treating it much like yourself or giving it some hidden personality you wish you had. You get to set whatever you want for the close creature, understanding yourself through understanding the boundaries you set through playing the game. Yeah, and that leads us to like the like main like thing we got into this game was a lot of fun, but we started immediately probing like we always do. So in our journey of journey, ha, huh, um, jumping claw and your will to fight the corrupted ones are the only mechanics that are visually observable. With the claw representing everything good and bad in that universe, we the player are tasked to do to use the good side of this cloth, which is. Not, it's not like it's anything in particular, it's literally like pieces of cloth that are possessed by God's magical whatever, as you may interpret it. Um, it's a treacherous journey, but this cloth can be willed into stairs, trampolines, and for most of the game, it's a magical parachute that has the ability to just lift you off the ground. Um, the cloth is the, is the main mechanism of the game, but it also has enough analysis for one to observe it. Um, a use of this cloth is to reach greater heights if wishes of the mountains are followed. Um, and that really leads us into like the rhetorical situation that's being set up by the cloth and the creatures. Events leading up to this last... Once you play this game, you get to see cutscenes in which you see scripture of what happened to the past clubs. There was a large massacre of these like cloak creatures because they tried using the claw for personal gain and striving, and striving away towards reaching the summit and enlightenment. They tried, they tried using their own civilization and ignoring it and straying away from God, which is the summit. You're given life as a messiah to regain this ground of enlightenment, though this, the use of the claw and you finding your way back toward normalcy. You're given restraints of guiding yourself to the summit with no objectives to do so and you have to regain the ability to make your journey possible. Much like the game we played recently, which is Gris, which involves stages of development of grief. Mountain represents the birth of life. 
which gives birth to the stars and living things. These stars inhabit the living things in the cloth that become what is used throughout society for everything mythical and reasonable. Yeah, much like our own society current, like centuries and centuries ago, we used stars as a means of defining gods, as defining a way around the world. And we use stars to like, wish upon what the world could be or might be. The society is based off white clothes but the, the cloth that is in the game is red, which is actually the color of the protagonist you use. This represents him being part of the Enlightenment, him being part of God and Enlightenment, being the person who's supposed to guide this wasteland back to Enlightenment. I thought it was really interesting, the red cloth. I, I kind of, like, the first like thing, I know I don't want to be explicit, but I mean... It literally looked like a cardinal, like from the Church of the Pope. It, it really like they signify that like deep religious symbol. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting because it has the text and the actions used around the cloth. It represents everything in this world. And once you match with the cloth, your choice is to regain the cloth that was torn apart through the white cloth civilizations, ripping it apart and using it for their gain. Because once they had that lightning taken away from each other, they just started fighting and fighting, and that led to the mass massacre of the entire civilization, which is why you see all the tombstones around you. Yeah. So, I, the tombstones, the tombstones and the massacre really uh, interest me because it was much like Roman times when Rome was like the main conqueror of Europe. I found that really interesting as it like kind of was like the massacre of Europe mm -hmm. and like Africa. So that was really interesting symbolism that they threw in as well. And that's, that's, that's something that could happen to us because if this pandemic never ends, civilization can be torn apart and it's just left to fight over what's left and try yeah. to find their own way. And that is definitely one thing that I think we both drew upon was the ability for us to work together throughout this pandemic. Yeah, especially when you use the only mechanism for playing co-op mode, which is chirps. Yeah, so chirps, what, so in co-op for Journey, it's literally the same exact game. I was very surprised in like games like Portal or maybe CSGO, co-op, completely different mechanics, different storylines, everything. In Journey, it's the exact same game. And the de developers of this game did it on purpose because they wanted to have the same puzzles because as you are playing with another person, you are communicating with them only with like little chirps. It's a single like little thud of a note, but it's there to signify that you are there with someone going through this difficult journey, this treacherous process. Yeah. It's emotionally strengthening to have that little chirp next to you. And it warms my, it honestly warms my heart playing with a friend of mine that I haven't seen in maybe eight, nine months due to the pandemic. And like to play the game throughout by itself was like was a hard because I was just there with my own thoughts. But having a buddy by my side, even if I couldn't like verbally talk to them, was just something that made it a little bit easier to survive. It was just such a seamless connection between just one simple mechanic could make a journey seem a lot easier. But this also puts into relationship. You get to both enjoy the relationship 
of finding what the summit means to you. And in the game, it's largely interpreted as the summit being a godly figure or enlightenment, with the cloth being the culture and the scripture for the alignment, and you, the protagonist, being the messenger of that enlightenment. Yeah, the enlightenment was very interesting in the single player game. It, it was very literal as we were trying to find God and find meaning, but in the co-op, that meaning gets deeper as you have your as you have your uh, buddy that can only chirp to you. And I thought I thought a really interesting take on this relative to the pandemic was these chirps. We could literally like chirp on Twitter, like with the Twitter bird. I thought that was kind of a funny pun on the logo, but it was a chirp that allows us to talk to a, a new community online during the pandemic when we're all isolated from one another. Yeah, but you could also connect it to you being isolated with a few people. And you can also, like how we're in college, we're separated by what dorm we're in yeah. and what, and other people don't get to act, interact with the other dorms or you're stuck with your family because you're, maybe your sister has a respiratory illness and prevents her and you and your family from risking anything. Yeah, so the game function and the co-op mode seems slow and tedious, but this short time is for us to reflect on the scheme of the world and how it's laying out. There's no names, there's no text box, there's no hidden objectives, there's no achievements for this game. It's just you and the game trying to make a better m m set, of, set of mind for yourself. Yeah, because at the game, you just walk into the light at the summit. There you are resurrected to a new life. And at this new life, like in the pandemic, when it ends, our lives will seem new again after this great pause. Thank you for watching. This was our journey podcast. Have a good one.